180 Fit. Answers to all your health, fitness, and life questions. Monday Motivation, Wednesday Workouts, and Friday Fit Forever. This is your host, Jen Plykin, with occasional guests. Let's get started. Hey, what's up, tribe? I am a day late during Monday Motivation and mindset. I'm so sorry. I have traveled somewhere exciting. Um, I'll be, I'm planning on coming on each day actually for the next several days and doing the top 10 of the day. And you'll understand why here in a little bit, I'll reveal where I am at the end of the show. So, anyway, I want to get on today and talk about mindset and motivation um, from a light of really from a light of where I've been the past several days. And, you know, it's so funny. <laughs> get on like yeah mindset and motivation and I totally sucked at it you guys this past (laughs) this past few days I guess that's part of it um the journey right now I just I got so overwhelmed and got in such a funk of a place in the mind I just was questioning everything do you ever get to that point where you just I don't know life seems like it gets the best of you it seems like life just keeps knocking you down right and you keep trying to believe in yourself and and push through and then you just start questioning everything and wondering if you just messing if you're just messing up all over again and it's so easy to let those old thought old thoughts and behaviors and patterns sneak in and especially during stressful stressful times especially when you know we're exhausted when we've been working hard and pushing forward and so I just wanted to share, I guess, a few things with you. Number one, that mindset is a constant work. You're never fully there. I know I'm definitely not. I know I just know that I've started practicing it and that it's made a huge difference in my life, but in no way am I even close to there. And would I ever claim to be, obviously, especially after having a few days of a funk. Um, But I do know that it is possible to get yourself out of a negative mindset that there is that and so a lot of times when we're in a funk or a bad place it's because we're fear fear is controlling us I think um fear of what's not going fear fear of what's going to be fear of things not working out fear of whatever you feel in the blank fear of not being accepted all those things and for me it was like everything coming ahead it was like fear of failure it was fear of acceptance it was fear of of you know, things not going right and not planned. And, um, uh, man, I just hit a breaking point. Do you have you ever been doing this breaking points where all you do is just cry and, like, the tears won't stop? And you're not sure how to turn them off because it's just so deep and so real. And it, it almost made me not come and on this trip. I was so close not coming on this trip, just canceling everything. And you know what? That would have been the worst decision for me to make. Because once I landed here, I knew. Even though everything was saying that I shouldn't be here, even though my mind's been in a funk, I knew this is where I needed to be. And it was like all that, all that junk that was lying in my mind just kind of washed away because I didn't allow it to 
control me and take away what I was going to do. I didn't allow the fear to win. And when the fear doesn't win, when the mindset, when that, those negative thoughts don't win this time. The moment I landed, it washed away and I knew and my mind is clear now and stuff. And I'm just sharing that in the beginning here because I think that it's important to know that things aren't always going to be perfect and right. And just because they're not going right doesn't mean you're not making the right moves and the right decisions. A lot of times it's through the most difficult things when it seems like we're going up against the, you know, as many walls as possible to get through something. A lot of times that's our, we're just right there. We're just right there to break through to where we where we want to be and where we want to go. Um, so don't give up and don't allow that to stop you. Cause maybe like you, maybe you need to maybe you need to get on that plane, even though everything points to not getting on it. And when you when you land in your new destination, your mind will clear too, because you'll you'll realize that it was just all these fears holding you back, fears of what. You've heard from the past fears of me, what you've told yourself from the past fears of past experiences, whatever it is. Don't let it control you. Because I almost let it win. And I'm so glad I didn't. But I was very close to letting it win. Um, so I think that's, that's my big message for today. Um, and then my second part is something that I was listening to while I was in my funk uh, <laughs> was... I was listening to you about happiness and how, how can we truly be happy? I think we all search for it, long for it. It's like a quest, this quest for happiness. And, and how do we actually get happiness? Where does happiness come from? Is it something external? I mean, it's a matter of, can't, can't be in possessions. I mean, yeah, it's nice to have things, but those things are fleeting, Right. Can it be in relationships and people? Well, people can come and go. So if some of our whole entire happiness in a single person, that can be devastating. Where does this happiness come from? And that's what we're going to spend the rest of our time talking on now. And there's some keys to happiness that I, I've discovered. And it's not my words at all. This isn't coming from all of Jen's knowledge. This is actually, I'm actually taking this from a guy who you probably know, Tony Robbins. And he has listed a lot of things as to what happiness means and how we can be happy. And it was profound when I listened to his, I listened to about a couple hours about him talking about happiness and we're talking to a guy who has as much money as you possibly want, as much impact as you could ever want. And when he talks about happiness, and when he comes down and defines it as one pretty much single thing in the end, uh, it makes sense. But I think we, we don't ever sum up happiness in the way that it should be. We never look for happiness exactly where, where it's found. And that's why we're all... It's so easy to strive for it. So let's dig in. Like I said, this is not mine. This is from Tony Robbins. I'm just summing up about two to three hours of my listening material into about 10 to 15 minutes for you all. All right, so let's dive in. Okay, so Tony describes seven keys to happiness and success in life. And 
you described it as like most people want this blueprint to success and happiness, right? And while each one of us might have our individual definitions of what those things mean to us individually, the overall desires are what? To leave a life that is free of stress, worry, anxiety, and fear, and where happiness and success are consistent, right? I mean, who doesn't want it? That sounds great to me. My key ones. Free of stress, worry, anxiety, and fear. Things that tend to define my life if I'm not careful of it. Um, but although we really want this blueprint, right? We spend too much of our time on the negative emotions rather than the positive ones. So if I focus on those negative things, right? What am I going to reap? More negative things. So it doesn't matter what it is. I think that's a, such a valid point he makes. Okay, and then couple that with all hopes or dreams of our future and the constant failures that we face along the way while trying to achieve them. There's no wonder why we spend most of our time unhappy and feeling unsuccessful. We focus on the negative and the constant failures leading up to that. So how do we change this? Where are the keys to this happiness and success? And is it actually obtainable? Okay, so if you are like me, you're probably someone who has been really disappointed in your life. You probably had your life world turned upside down, suffered like pain and failure. And it doesn't feel good. But I've always believed that there has to be a pathway to happiness. There has to be a way to it. And um, when I listen, Tony is the first person I've ever listened to that really puts it in such a way that I feel like it's it's true, spot on. Um, you know, but I think that this path of happiness is not easy. It's not easy to na uh, navigate and it's easy to turn back around on because it takes work. And so if we really want happiness, maybe, maybe happiness and success are there for the taking as long as we're willing to do some of the work on the onset. I mean, we're talking about what makes a person happy and what makes a person feel successful. Maybe they don't even coincide with one another. Sometimes they do. The thing about happiness and success is that in order for us to achieve them, we first need a definition in place on what they actually mean to us. So what does it actually mean to you? I mean, some might say success means I want a lot of money. And that wouldn't earn the happiness department either. But what people don't realize is that money doesn't bring always to bring happiness. Sometimes money brings more problems. It just depends on what you who you ask and what your experiences are that have shaped your beliefs. So either way, though, we need to find what does it mean to be happy. Maybe you're happy at this very moment. But no matter what Tony states, he says happiness is attainable right now. Whether you believe it or not, it is. So the first thing you mentioned was to consider what makes you happy and write it down. Consider what will make you feel successful. Write it down. Okay? So write it down as an abstract. And goals that remain abstract are always unattainable. I thought that was so profound. We repeat that again. Goals that remain abstract are always unattainable. So put some definition down. And once you figure out what both of those mean to you, then do these. Then you're ready to step ahead, and so the next seven essential things.
okay? So to put some fuel into that fire, you need to institute a few actions or habits that will help you get there. Overall, Tony says there's seven essential keys to happiness and success that help you to bring those things into your life. So first, before you go on, hit pause on this. And go on and write down all the things that make you feel happy and make you feel successful. And then these are the seven things that will add fuel to that. These are habits that should be in our lives. And so funny because a lot of these are part of my um, 180 fit body mind method, I noticed. And so um, makes me feel like I actually am onto something. All right, number one, are you ready for it? Gratitude. Happiness and success are preceded by gratitude. We need to... We need to happily succeed rather than try to succeed happily. Success should not breed happiness. Happiness should breed success. Once we're happy, we're doing something we love in life. Success becomes a byproduct. However, when our happiness hinges on our success, good things can never come. It's a matter of focus. Where we focused on our life, what do we want the most? And what are the reasons on where? What are the reasons for focusing on wanting those things? Not so good. Like, focus. What was I focused on this past weekend? All the negative. And where did my mindset go? In the garbage. And I was a mess. This can also be explained by living in a, la- in a state of lack as a huge disservice because everything about our focus shifts to a state of lack. We only see the negative that comes from having what we want in life. Alternatively, we fo- when we focus on abundance and being grateful for what we do have, even we have to go through that pain and that failure, we live in an abundant state. Happiness and success will never, ever come until we're completely grateful for what we have. And if we think of all of our problems, we have to be grateful for them. So remember, problems, what do they do? They, they're teaching us lessons. They're helping us, they're shaping us, building character, they're training us so we can help people down the road in the future. There's a reason for those problems. Those problems maybe are pushing us to the next level of ourself. So we have to be grateful for them and see the benefit to them. And plus, there's always others that are living in a far worse alternative life than we are. So you know, there's always somebody worse off than you. You know, and I know I don't want to discredit what you're going through because I know some of you are going through a really, a really hard time and really tough things. But we have to be grateful for what we've been given no matter what hand we've been dealt. Without that, we have nothing. You know, it's, it's, it doesn't make sense to me, honestly, why some people are just handed everything in life and why they were born into certain, you know, just certain families and certain ways and then why some people are, we're born into abusive families and, and and lots of hardship and stuff. It doesn't it doesn't make sense to me. It really doesn't. And I wish I could understand why exactly those things happen, but I know that although I don't have maybe the prettiest of of past in history, I can be thankful because I wouldn't be the person I am today. If it wasn't for those things, I wouldn't have the same heart I have for other people if I hadn't been through some really tough times myself. And so I can look and be thankful for it. Now, in the midst of it, I'm, I'm not always the best, no. But I'm learning to be thankful and see in the midst of those problems that there's something good coming out of it, even if I can't see it. 
this past weekend was not my shiny moment, but um, I'm working on that. So if you're going through a hard time right now, if something isn't adding up right, look at what you can do. What's, what's, what's something good? Maybe what's something that you're being developed in your character? Or what's something maybe you, you're being called to be brave and get out of something, right? Get out of some, something that's not right in your life and you move, get away from it. And so that's a good thing. That problem is causing you so much pain that you have to remove yourself. And so I've been there in my life recently and caused you so much pain you have to get out. And I cause you to be brave, but then you can be thankful for that problem as well. So in order to create this habit of gratitude, um, Tony has this idea, and I thought it was good. I do gratitude. I just write in a journal every morning. I do once in the something in the morning, something in the afternoon, something before bed from the day. But this is another way to do it. He says, um, take a piece of paper and jot down everything you're grateful for in life. Do it at least 15 minutes a day and be sure to write it down. Don't just think about it in the mind. Why? Writing things out takes them from abstract into reality. It sets off a chain of commands in the neurons in the brain that lend itself to experiencing something in an entirely different way than just thinking about it. So write it down. All right. Number two of seven, be present. There's nothing like getting caught up in the past or constantly worrying about the future. There are more that ruins today more. Okay, most of us have trouble probably staying in the present. I do sometimes. I mean, I when I'm with somebody, like one-on-one, I don't have a problem with it. But when I'm in my own mind, I do. That, that self-time. Every time being grounded in the present when I'm alone, when I'm with other people and all that, totally not wrong, but if I'm totally focused on them, but my mind tends to be so active that spirals out of control. And if I, when I do that, I'm unable to appreciate, appreciate the here and now. And it normally means that I'm more worried about what, what will happen tomorrow, what happened yesterday, rather than stop and being present. So what does it mean to be present? And why is this one of the keys to happiness and success? So being present grounds us in the moment. And we stop trying, we stop, we stop to appreciate like the little miracles and magical moments that exist in every day, in every direction we look. I mean, really think about it, there's beauty all around us. And there's a presence of wonder all around us. I mean, just... If we really stop to think about it and just stop for a moment even now when you're listening to this, just just look around. I mean feel feel the air around you, feel feel the if you're outside, feel the wind blow against your face. Like how many you just stood out there and just like put your head up and felt the wind or felt the sunshine. I know we miss so many opportunities to even help people or people or get to know people because it's so easy to be caught up in in everything. Our phones, I think technology is a great thing, but honestly, I miss I miss being a kid. When it wasn't people would actually like look you in the face. When you could actually like run outside when a box was like the greatest gift ever because you actually make something out of it and it was in that moment you could be so creative and dream. So think about what you can do just to be present. How can you maybe not look at your phone while you're walking? That would be a huge one. I think so many times we miss so much when we're standing in line even, checking our phone. 
All right, number three, manage time effectively. Whenever that will influence both our happiness and overall success in life, it's the ability to manage our time effectively. Effective time managers handle their obligations in life and know how to juggle things in order to get ahead by focusing on long-term goals and prioritizing activities that will help them move forward instead of leaving them behind. Now, I know if I do not effectively manage my time, my stress, anxiety, fear, and worry go up, and I get so caught up in the day-to-day act of responding, right, that I just am tackling things as they come up in emergencies and trying to avoid crisis and missing bill payments and forgetting about mail meetings and failing to organize and achieve anything, and that's kind of where I was at even this past, past weekend, like, oh my gosh, like, I got so unorganized and overwhelmed and we're in that kind of when we're in that negative mind state, isn't it easier to totally just get messy in everything? If our mindset's messy, our whole life gets messy. I mean, uh, that was one to where we tend to procrastinate and binge watch TV or go scroll through social media and waste time. But let's face it, everyone in the world has the same amount of time. We have just twenty four hours a day, which equates one thousand four hundred forty minutes or eighty six thousand four hundred seconds. No one has more or less time. We all get the exact same amount of time. So it's clearly not about how much time we have that breeds unhappiness or offers us how we much we reach our goals. It's what we do with the precious time that we have. So we need to find a good system to manage our time and make it habitual. Okay? Don't allow the life to knock us down. Focus our energy and enthusiasm and find a system that works for you and go for it. And I'll review in a few weeks um, different systems um, that you can use from Tony's RPM to Dean Garzio. He has a simplified one to I have some different planners I've used in the past. So I'm going to give you kind of a review of each one. And that way you guys kind of know what the what I think the best options are for out there for you. Okay, number four, set smarter goals. I know it holds us back from achieving success in life is that we don't define our goals, right? It was determined that only 8% of people who set goals on New Year's Eve actually achieve them. But beyond that, just, just New Year's goals, we know that many people often set goals and don't achieve them. I'm sure that at some point in your life, you've, ex- you've set a goal, right, that you gave up on. All of us have. I have. Is it the goal-setting process that got, away, got in the way? Was it the... Was it or maybe our motivation that got in the way? What was it that caused us to not reach it? You know, was it pass, a passive goal that we don't actually set it out on paper or create a plan to actually attain it? And so the best way to do this is think of smarter. So when you think of smarter goals, you're thinking of S for specific, M for meaningful, A for achievable, R for relevant, T for time-based, E for evaluated, and the R is readjust until you succeed. Okay? This is an important process in the success recipe. And people who don't follow along something similar at least find it more difficult to achieve goals. So I found once I discovered this, I discovered it as a teacher. <laughs> and I started doing it with my students. And it helped me. I mean, I'm someone who goals, goal setting and actually accomplishing goals have been a huge thing in my entire life. I Saw my dad do it, and so it's one thing he modeled very well. He didn't preach it. He modeled it, and so um, I'm so thankful for that. And so I learned to 
their goals and track it and because he would track his track his house workouts and plan them out on this big calendar on the wall and so I just modeled it um so he kind of already did this system but it took this took what he did to a deeper level for me where I could get even more detailed and really lay out a plan and teach my students to do the same thing so if you want to set smarter goals grab a sheet of paper and start writing it won't work without writing it out, trust me. What do you want? Specifically, what do you want? Describe in great detail. Don't leave anything out. Don't just say you, you want millions of dollars or to be skinny. Say an exact number or exact amount of pounds you want to lose and with a specific date to achieve it. As long as the goals are meaningful and they're not just superficial, you have some driving force behind that that's bigger than you. And they're achievable. I'm not trying to discourage lofty goals, but they're achievable. And that they're actually something you can track, like measure over time, right? And then you're willing to adjust. Remember flexibility in it. Maybe, maybe you realize, man, I wanted to, I, there's no way I can lose five pounds a week. Like readjust. Or maybe, and you know what, trying to fit. 30 minutes of working out isn't, isn't practical for me. Adjust to 20. So keep that flexibility. Number five, embody an empowering morning routine. I did a whole segment on morning routine. Everything begins and ends with an empowering morning routine. What you do in the morning sets a pace for the rest of the day. So in turn, it dictates the outcome of our lives. If we want to be happy, happy and successful, create a set of happy habits in the morning to help us foster that in life. The right combination of habits executed day in and day out can make all the difference. Remember, we're creatures of habit, right? So we forget to do the things that will benefit us in our lives because we get so caught up in doing things that we're used to doing. So we have to create a habit and a routine. Okay, so if we want to get ahead and succeed, make sure you go and listen to my podcast that's on um, developing your morning routine. I'm going to give you some great resources, but that is essential. That's a game changer for me. It's a game changer for anybody that I've ever worked with. Okay, number six, tackle the MITs. So M-I-T. MITs, also known as the most important tasks of the day, are an integral part of success. They are often the most crucial keys to achieving our goals in a life over a long term. It's not always easy to go after them. Because a lot of times what is that? The, the MITs, right? they're the things we don't want to do, right? They're the things that we procrastinate. They're probably the things that stress us out, make us feel overwhelmed, but they're necessary to get us to where we want to go. So start out going about identifying them as crucial parts of success. In time management, they're um, called like two quadrant, a quadrant two activities. So they're important but not urgent things necessary to achieve your long-term goals. Once you identify your myths, chase after them first in the morning, once your empowering routine is complete, get to these first, okay? So think about those things that you that are going to move you forward the most. Um, I think Dean says, um, move the needle. So every single day, there's some action, right? Big or small that we can take to help us advance towards our goals. And if we can identify them and implement them, then we can succeed. But the biggest problem is that it doesn't happen overnight, and that's where people get frustrated and give up. So make sure that you don't allow yourself to get that mindset of giving up. I prefer to write down what I'm going to do the next day. Like I plan out my day the night before. 
And that way, when I wake up, I can work out. And then I go, I know where I'm going to go tackle first. I don't have to stop and think about it. So I even try to plan out my week, my week in general on Sundays. And then I make adjustments the night before the next day. And that way I can go after my day fully. Okay. Don't start busy work at all. Checking emails, all the things, and to get those big items done. I've been, I am so bad about that. Sometimes I'm like, really? It's noon. I mean, I did get my big things done, and my day does not flow like it should. So I think that's essential. All right. Number seven, focus on health and well-being. Health and well-being are an important part of happiness and success formula. Okay, one of the big, biggest keys to achieving both. When we do things that harm ourselves, like overeating, alcohol, drugs, you know, not only does it have a first effect on our bodies, but on our minds as well. So um, I was looking into this a little bit more and doing some research because uh, I was adding it into a training I'm making. And it's interesting because the chemical makeup and our chemistry of the brain, right, so which is what we treat the stress hormones, we tax the body with substance abuse or don't care care of the way we look, right? We indulge in, in all these different pleasures, whether it be food or um, alcohol or drugs, all those kind of things can alter our motivation, desire, and lives. It's okay to indulge in, like, I mean, yeah, have some cake. It's your birthday. It's okay to indulge every now and then. I'm, you know me. I'm not, I never, ever say that you should have food restrictions. We should try to have healthy habits, right? Live a fit life. Because okay. it really does. I mean, things that we feel our bodies with, it changes our mindset. So the overall focus has to be on health. Each date should start and end healthy. It doesn't mean it has to be boring. If you want to get ahead, I mean, make sure you're drinking that gallon of water a day. Like, Get, get your mind going. Make sure you're making those healthy habits. The, the benefit of how good you'll feel when you cut the crap out, it'll make you not even want to go eat. All that stuff that you used to love, I promise you. So, um, so think of clean body, clean mind. That's how it goes. So, think of lean proteins, right? Non-alcoholic and non-carbonated drinks, less fatty foods. Focus in what goes in. Okay, what's going into my body? Because whatever I'm putting into my body, right, is is it's like a representation of who I am. If I'm putting junk into my body, do I view myself as junk or? Am I, Good things to fuel myself to be alive and alert and well. We also need to what ground ourselves mentally. We need things like meditate and relax the mind. I, I, y'all, I am the worst at like keeping my mind. Obviously, keeping my mind on track is not one of my skills. But I've learned to meditate. Okay, and meditation can come lots of different ways. It's just a way to relax the mind. And I need to go over how Tony, Tony. I've learned how Tony's way. And it made it so that I could actually do it. And then, like, yoga. I've learned how to do yoga where I teach it. So that way, then I actually do it. But I also do a little yoga every night before bed because it's relaxing. But you have to find something that, like, make it fit you just because I would say, like, oh, hot yoga, this is what I do. And it's the it's the, it's the rave, it's the fat. If it's not for you, don't do it. Find the what is. Find a way to make yoga into your life the way it is. For me, it's, I have to be moving. I found, um like, I have aerial um, yoga. So I have a, a, a yoga and it's a trapeze that I love and that's what I do. And I can flow, flow through the movements and that's my yoga in the evening to, clo- to clear my mind. So find what works for you. Uh, okay, so if we if we start incorporating like healthy things like the food in, 
meditate, clearing our mind, that mental state, right? If we start doing some yoga, doing things that really are just the fit life, that's why I call this the fit journey. That's why I create this because I want us to go on a journey because you know what happens? Once they found that, you know, that habit formation takes anywhere from 18 to 254 days to form with an average of 66 days to solidify. So keep that in mind. So that's why I created this because we need to be on a journey together. This, these things don't happen overnight. Life happens a day at a time, right? So don't get discouraged. We're in this together. And when you do get discouraged, like reached out. I mean, I should have reached out more to people this weekend when I was having a rough time and I didn't. But that's why we're here, right? We're here for one another. So make sure that, um, that you realize that this is not going to be overnight. The things that I'm talking about isn't meant to be easy. It's meant to be worth it, though. So what are those seven things? Once again, from Tony, quick review. Here we go. Seven keys. Um, one, gratitude. Two, be present. Three, manage time effectively. Four, set smarter goals. And smarter stands for specific, meaningful, achievable, relevant, time-based, evaluated, and readjust. Number five, empowering morning routine. Six, tackle the myths, the most crucial task. And seven, focus on health and well-being. And the last thing I want to say is I was listening as well after this one. I kind of jumped over to another Tony training on happiness. And um, and he talks about how he's had all the wealth in the world and he's had all this impact. And I've always thought, for me, my greatest day is when I can help others and inspire others. And that's what gives me so much happiness and joy. And when he told me that, when he mentioned, he's like, you know, I've been on stage and there's, that was not my happiest moment. And I was like, what? Because to me, that'd be like seeing this honest as people and just knowing that you're having this impact, knowing that your life is making a difference that counts for something. To me, that would be like my greatest moment. So do you want to know what he's shared that really truly is happiness and where it truly is found? These seven things are things that help bring happiness and success about, right, in our lives? But do you know where it is, where you, where you can tap into it any time? Let's talk about it briefly. So Tony talks about a time when he went to Fiji and he was, you know, he went to get there because he'd be happy, they could take a break, he and his wife and all these things he shares about how, you know, just all the stresses to, to get there to try and make everything perfect and how when during his time there, when he was with the people, to them, happiness was just who they were. Like, it's found within. And then we search for it everywhere else. But in reality, all that we need to do is stop and... And find it within ourselves because happiness is there. Like, it's it's in us. It's not in any external thing. It's not in any other, like, person. It's not in in material things. Or it's not even in the impact like I thought it would be. And he says, you have to just, it's who you are. So accept a new standard. Like, happiness is, is me. Like, that's me. I, I am happiness. And we can definitely encourage that by all the different seven things he lists. Like, incorporating those things into our day. But... Ultimately, no matter what, no matter how horrible a day it is, no matter what's going on in life, happiness is right here, right now, and it's in me. And that determined, it's not 
a factor or determined by anybody else or any other circumstance in my life. So today, let's not determine that, that happiness is our new state of being. And clear our mind and let's do these seven things and let's go and be, live a fit lifestyle. Let's, let's, let's become all that we're supposed to be, all that was meant in this world and change our mindset because I tell you, don't get caught like I did this past weekend and almost let it take you over because I feel like I wasted, I feel like I lost precious days by allowing myself to be caught up in that mindset and I, and I don't like that, I don't like losing any more days. I feel like I wasted enough. And so it's, it's, uh, it's an eye-opener for me, too, that obviously I'm still a work in progress. And, and I need to keep a better eye on it and have more flags go off when I start doing certain things or when I start isolating or when I realize things start, when I don't do my biggest task in the morning, when I start chasing after all these things and get scattered. That's, that's just a sign that I am looking for my happiness. It's not in a place that I'm allowing my mindset to be in a negative place that's taking over. And so let's, let's watch for those things. Let's not have, make excuses. We can make some excuses. Oh, this is happening. This is why, like, I'm just not in a good mood. Or this is why things aren't going right. Or this is why I'm, don't have my, whatever it is. But stop it. We need to stop the excuses. I do too. And let's start making opportunities. All right. I hope you have a wonderful day. I hope this spoke to you. Um, oh, I told you then. I would tell you where I am. Huh, I almost forgot. It's very fitting because I did, um, I just did about Tony's, right, happiness. I am at Business Mastery. So starting tomorrow, I get to be, all the way through Sunday, I will be with Tony and his Business Mastery. And it's a dream of mine to be here. I mean, so many people are here, like, I have such amazing businesses. But to learn from one of the greats like this, I mean, I feel so lucky. And I'm going to, gosh, this business has been such a dream of mine for so long. And... There's so many reasons I allow myself not to go after it. And even even now, it doesn't always seem like the perfect timing. Um, but when will be right? And so I just want to be the best person I can be. And I, once I discovered Tony, I mean, he's radically changed my life. And he and Dean Garziosi, I can't speak highly enough about. Just their mindset work and who they are and just the, the quality people. And I know, you know people see them as maybe too much or exciting or whatever, um, which you see me too, so it's fitting. But they're passionate and uh, they're real and they're true and their heart runs deep too. And so and I'm super excited to see what all I can gain from here. And I'm planning to do a podcast every day afterwards at some point, just like the top 10 things from that day to share with you all. I feel like this is going to be so impactful and I'm going to learn so much. And I just... I feel like a very lucky person right now. Very lucky in the midst of things may not be perfect in life and having some tough times right now. I feel very lucky because in the midst of it all, I get to be here doing this and, you know, not something that I thought maybe was possible anymore. So don't give up on your dreams. Go after it. And can't wait to share with you all the many things I've learned from Tony. So be on the lookout each day, and I'll try to do some lives and stuff if you follow me on Facebook or Instagram. I'm going to start some YouTube stuff as well. All right, you all. Thank you for listening to this. I hope we helped you out. 
make sure you stay tuned for Wednesday workouts. Oh, I'm excited one for Wednesday workouts. So it'll be here. It will be, um, I'm doing some live workouts here and stuff. So get ready for Wednesday workouts. Leave me your questions, your feedback. I'd love to hear from you. Always submit your questions in the notes. Always put how you can give a question to me. Give me feedback where free resources are, all those kind of things. And I can't wait to speak to you again tomorrow. Thanks for listening today. Once again, this is Jen with 180 Fit. Be kind, be brave, live authentically, and always shine. Until next time, go live the fit life.